This is a Looney Studios podcast. Hello and welcome to Ayurd Talks. I'm Hunter Looney, the Game Master, and this show is here to dive deeper into the world of Ayurd, which is traversed in Ayurd Tales. I'm joined today by Leah, who plays Gamori, and Noah, who plays Salazar. Today we'll be discussing the latest episode of Ayurd Tales and the political systems of Ayurd, specifically using itself, which seems kind of good timing. Yeah. So... Uh, a lot of things happened in the last episode. You all scaled mountains. Sure did. Yeah. Uh, thoughts? How did that go? Uh, very confusing thoughts. Uh, what, uh, how so? Um, kids. The kid? Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, uh, her name's Ellie. Yeah. Well, that's five or six years old. And was sent out to stabby stabby someone. Mm-hmm. That was her homework. And didn't want to stab anybody in the town, which I guess is nice. Yeah. <laughs> Just ask if she could stab Salazar. <laughs> I could stab you? No. <laughs> so, um. Not like, not as upset as I was about the orphans a while back, but. Throwing a kid in there was also <laughs> kind of frustrating. <laughs> and throwing kids definite into the... wrench in our plan. But I also get why you did it. Because it adds something to like help us remember why we're doing this. And stakes. Like, if you mess up this plan walking into town. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Or not that, like. Pock isn't vulnerable or anything like that. No, not like that. So, and you're familiar, just tacking on something else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, and outside of the game, we have all been like uh, a little stressed out about the it's next episode. Over. Well, the first season, yeah. Yeah. But like uh, this next episode, like, is going to make or break how a lot of things happen. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and y'all still aren't for certain what you're what you're going to do. Nope. I'm pretty sure we're just gonna make it up when it happens. How it goes, you know. Uh, so we've had weeks to think about this, and we still don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, because like, <laughs> I I try to leave so much stuff open ended for you all. So that however you all decide to play it, it can work out any number of variations. Mm-hmm. And I've also been a little stressed about it, trying to get you all to nail down a plan. Which is not fair, because I don't normally make you all nail down a plan. Ever, right? Yeah. But I think I was stressing out about it, too. Yeah. Because, High stakes, man. Yeah, and because the dice are allowed to tell their own story, too, so like... Y'all could go in and do a persuasion roll, and it doesn't go great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, I have to go with what happens. So, yeah. So, is next episode of A.R. Tales going to be the, the most stressful one? 
mean, probably, but also we don't know what's coming after that, so. Yeah. So stressful, most stressful one so far. Wait, how many more do we have? So it goes. Three? You have, uh, it's generally uh, about 24 episodes in a season, give or take. It depends on, I have it to where it could stretch. It depends on what happens. Oh, okay. So, uh, next episode is 22. Uh, so, I currently am guesstimating it's going to take be 24 or 25 episodes. Depends on how everything goes. Mm-hmm. So, next one is 22. Yeah. Uh, and I a peek behind the screen. I have attentively named Arrival and Using. So, depends on how everything goes. It could change. <laughs> what? What? Arrival in using. I mean, yeah, I would hope Ooh. so. What else are we going to do? Stay in this cave forever? I mean, if something crazier happens during the episode, I'd have to rename it, right? <laughs> yes. The death of Puck. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, so I... I'm guesstimating 25 episodes for this first season. If it ends up being 24, let's talk a little bit more about using and its political structures on how it's structured. This is something that you all would have had time to talk about, you and Salazar. Uh, Gamora and Salazar would be able to talk about this heading up there, and even Mushok and stuff. So the way it's structured is you have a Doan, which is the leader of the um the leader of the, the city yeah and so this person is also the de facto leader of the assassination this assassins guild and the thieves guild across the continent and rules that from using across the continent uh yeah which is an island okay. um it's about the size of the state of Arizona-ish. Wait, every Assassin's Guild and what else? Thieves' Guild. Oh. Has Salazar been in one of those? Yep. So, he controls those? Yep. That he's been in? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, anything that, any thing that's taken, any news that those come across, it's also like a shadow network of information and stuff that can be used too help facilitate things happening mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so that the doan runs those from using generally doesn't ever leave using and there is also a quote council of elders but they're not like that stay in side of using as well that are kind of like his the uh, people that he goes to with questions about finances facilitation of things and stuff they're not really old per se um they can be but they're not they don't have to be okay that's just what it was called at one point and they just kept the name oh you're saying elders does not make them necessarily super old okay yeah like they're not like they could they could do some fighting if they need to. Okay. Um, generally, a Doan's day-to-day life is they oversee ceremonies. Um, they oversee big missions and stuff like that for uh, 
the uh, students. And so they'll like come and do a little ceremony to send them out to do like their final graduation assassination and uh, dole out discipline to people in the city, make their judge, jury, and if need be, executioner. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. One person should definitely have that much power. Yeah, they are the, like, one seat of power in the whole city. Mm-hmm. All the decisions go through them. They get to make every decision about everything. Now, like those instances in places like that, um, there are people that buy for power and have that person's ear. And manipulate decisions to do things to help themselves and help others and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and the way that, like, there's not really family units in using. When children are born, they're pretty much donated to the city. And all of the ki- kids the same age are raised together. In a group. You give birth to a kid, they're the cities now. Yeah. That those that group of one year olds or whatever, you know, like newborns mm-hmm. grow up together. Hmm. Um you're like it's like you're immediately enrolled in school and you don't ever know necessarily who your parents are. The city is your parent, quotation marks. And as we know, that city is then thinks that everybody should go the path of learning how to be an assassin and thief and has very tough training regiments that are abusive and crazy. Um, So zooming out, you've seen shadow controls the three port cities at the base of the mountain near them. It's not, using isn't technically its own country. It isn't technically part of any of the other countries that are on this island. But all the rest of those countries leave those alone, those three cities. And using taxes them and they give them, get them supplies and everything like that. Or people die. Mm-hmm. Um, if Salvazar and Mushak are successful, I assume a lot of that's going to change and stuff. Uh, do you have any ideas on what Salvazar and Mushak think they want to do? Uh, no. I'm more living a moment. Okay, so. okay. Yeah. Also don't want to ruin the surprise. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, it's what oh, I could dr- drill down deeper into like the structural things of all this and everything, but generally a day to day operation of the Doan is they wake up, they have breakfast, they go and train till a little bit after lunch time. They have lunch. They publicly train in a courtyard so everybody can see how powerful that person is and knows not to mess with them because 
they are the best in the city and the most powerful. And if you come at them, you're going to die. So living, ruling by fear. Do we know, does Salazar Mushak know if anyone's, like, during their life has tried to challenge him? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, they would know that there's been a couple here and there. And the process for challenging is you challenge them. They have to accept. Uh, they only have to accept if it's somebody that is born in using and grew up in using and stuff. So then there is a whole temple dedicated to those individuals enter the temple, the Doan and the Challenger. And then whoever comes out alive is the new Doan or the continuing Doan. Cool. Yeah. Fun times. Yeah. So would he still consider Salvazar as part of you seeing? Uh, I mean, he was born there and grew up there. Oh, you said that he had to be born there. Okay. Yeah. Both him and Mushok were I didn't know, born like, there if he had been doing magic, if that, like, excommunicated him and he's not considered a um, part of them to challenge. From what you all could surmise is that once somebody starts stepping out of line, even if they're on their Omdala quest or later... From the amount of this contract and stuff like that, you can surmise that they usually get offed. They usually get taken out before there ever any. Mm, there's yeah. usually a <laughs> there's usually a problem or anything. They get they just people stop hearing from them. So um, this would probably you all have never seen somebody um, Mushak and Salazar have never seen somebody come into town that could wield magic and challenge the Doan. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, the political structure of using is the Pantheras, which are like the like big cat humanoids that are like 6'10-ish and stuff. They're, they're like the ruling elite. They get treated way better. The Pumanoids and stuff get treated like trash but are still like looked upon as they could be useful assassins and thieves like they still are they're still serviceable Mm -hmm. and then the mifsies which are the small short cat people are just treated like servants and stuff they Mm -hmm. don't they don't even get to learn how to be assassins or thieves Mm -hmm. they're just so, like, there's all these different crews of cat people in this town. There's not generally anybody that's not a cat person. And then, that's the tiers of the class system there. So, you all have never seen a person not a panthera challenge the Doan, either. He's a panthera, right? Yeah, he's like a white tiger dude. Like, he's jacked. He's really good at martial arts. He didn't get to be doing by being a, a, a schlub. He is, like, a beast in that regard of martial arts. And Did he beat someone so, by... Or did he become uh, by challenging? Oh, yeah. How long has he been? He's the longest-running doing. He has been it for... 
his whole life, which is which Salazar's whole life. So that's just like to be on the top of your game that long and defeat all your challengers. That's not like okay, midi. Yeah. Which, but also might lend itself, you all had said at one point that Mushok and Salazar were going to co-challenge him. And that class system might lend itself to him accepting a challenge from two Puminoids, because mm-hmm. he will be like, two of you is still not as even close to good enough to defeat me. So. So, are the... Elders and what's the, the like bodyguard type people called? Oh, it's just like his, like the council of elders that he has that are like around him. There's not like they're the only ones that like answer. I mean, I know everyone answers to him, but aren't there guards around the city too? Well, yeah, yeah, there's just like I'm trying to say, are they committed to the throne like Black Panther? Like, <laughs> oh, generally when people rule by fear, mm-hmm. they there's a, a certain point that they will, like out of fear, do everything the throne says. But then you push them so far, they go. No, now I'm more afraid of you than I am of the throne. But okay. Yeah, I, I get You're it. saying how many loyalists are in the city? I'm saying if 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 Salvazar and Mushak beat him. Yeah. Or just Salvazar, whatever. Okay. And they become the new Doan. Yeah. Do those are those people like actually going to Most of the people will be in such shock should fall in line. But like Alec has said, they've done this before. And they can help with the transition. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm sure, like, they would... Alec would send people to assist. Killing people? Or keeping people in line. Oh, yeah. Hey, you don't have to do the Alec voice. I was going to say, you sounded like a mix between yourself and Alec on that oh, last line. Sorry. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> you don't look sorry. I, it's it's fun. It's, I, Alec is one of my favorites to play. Oh yeah. Uh, Who's your other favorites? I mean, I like talking like Park. Yeah. Even though there was a time I lost the voice there for a little bit. I kind of like talking as Ellie though. <laughs> Can I stab you? <laughs> um, but I don't know. I like all the characters. That's why I like uh, being no able returns. to. No returns. That is fun too. No returns. And what was the um, the guy that sold Salazar stick? Or tried to oh, that wasn't Dave. even on the that wasn't even on the the podcast. And it was, was when we yeah when we were playing off podcast. Mm-hmm. It was a crazy magic shop owner of uh, Dave's Magic Emporium, and tried to sell Salazar stick because he thought Salazar was like an easy target. Was it Dave or Dale? It was Maybe Dale. it was Dale. Yeah, okay. it might have been Dale. Dale's anyway. Magic Emporium. Sidetracked. Yeah. So, um, the Council of Elders are generally loyal to the Doan. So, um, 
but if Pumanoi take it over, but also the wide scale amount of changes that I believe Salazar and Mushok want to do, it will be taking some coercion. How many stuff. elders are there? A bit. Hmm. Why are you answering some of my questions and not that one? <laughs> Y'all are about to walk into this city. Yeah. I can answer right. some of the structural thing. Alright. I'm just sitting here thinking, like, if they just walk in and challenge him and he accepts, like, why do we bring all these people? So I'm trying to, like... Because we want to jump think, I'm trying. Them. I'm wondering if there's going to be, like, an after battle. <laughs> yeah, but what if... What if you had walked in just... you, The three of you... He could easily be like... No... And what are y'all going to do about it, right? You said he has to say yes, though. Yeah. But he also does what he wants. Yeah. Okay. He's supposed to say yes. Alright, well, alright. Well, it depends on how the dice rolls, right? Mm-hmm. And how you you all make this plan happen. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Do y'all have any other questions about you, Sing? No. Is how I've described you seeing how you've been picturing it in your brain? No. A little bit. What, uh, has there been any bits that you were thinking about differently? No. When, if you were to describe what you've been picturing you seen looking like, can you, I know that's putting you on the spot. Uh, like different quadrants. Like it has different, like, this is the the rich people's section of the city. This is like the Pumanoid sections of the city. And then this is the Mephsties, the servants. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a very classist system and stuff that Mephsties pretty much, they could never be taught how to be assassins or thieves. That also means that they don't generally die as much. So there are more of them. Sure, I've been thinking of it like, Imagining it as having a lot of rock in it and like stone. Well, and also like really high up on like a. Like oh, a peak. like on the edge of, on the peak of a thing instead yeah. of it's like think of it as there's a valley at the top of the mountain. Like it's still that high and you're like pretty close to the peak, mm-hmm. but there's. A, a valley between a bunch of mountains. Mm-hmm. And so it's a it's like grass and forest surrounding it and stuff like that. It's not set like on the edge of a peak of a mountain and stuff. Okay. So it's... I mean, it's high altitude. It's... But it's like flat-ish in the city. Mm-hmm. It's in its own valley and stuff. All right. Well, uh, that brings us to the end of this episode of Air Talks. Um, in the next episode, we'll talk about the political systems in the United Provinces of Day, which is where you all were going around before you returned to Desmondon with, like, Vatten and stuff. All right, let's take care of some housekeeping. Our adventures encounter magical items, and I want in- to invite everyone to visit patreon.com slash Studios. The link is in the description. And on the front page, there's a link to a Google form where anyone can submit an idea for a magical item. Anyone can do this. You don't have to be a patron. 
and you can do it anonymously or put your name or username to it to receive credit if we use it. Please add to this list. We love seeing the magical items that people make. Um, and also, while you're there, please check out the Looney Studios Patreon. If you become a patron, you gain access to the podcast early, among other perks. And speaking of Patreon, I want to thank all our patrons. Thank you for supporting Looney Studios and Aired Tales. And Looney Studios can be found at looneystudios.com and at the social media platforms listed in the description. Please give a review on your favorite podcasting site, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube, and submit magical items on our Patreon. The Looney family hopes that you have a wonderful day. That was a Looney Studios podcast.